This is a World of Warcraft podcast for casual fans, friends, and family. My name is Steven Dutzman. I am your host, as always, and I am joined by my very good friend of far too long, Dana Brown. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing pretty good, Steve. How are you? I am doing okay. That was a very pleasant response considering this was what like my fifth page start the podcast. <laughs> hey, so it happens it's monday right it is in fact monday so i uh, i was right i said they're gonna, i said they're gonna delay world of warcraft shadowlands and you were like no they couldn't do that and i was like yeah they're gonna do it and guess what they 100 percent did it they did i mean i was just going off of precedent they've never done it before but i guess it was the first time for everything but i will say uh, general consensus of the population and you and me included in that is this is a good decision by them. Yeah, no, it's the right call. It's the right call. It is what needed to happen because it just absolutely was not ready and they cannot afford a mistake. Right. The information we do know is that the pre-patch does actually have a date because that was the other thing we didn't know, right? Like, yeah. we cranky because we didn't know when the pre patch was. Now we know pre patch October 13th. So, as of the time of this recording, that means you have eight days to get a Brutosaur. I hope <laughs> that you planned ahead. Right. I uh, have a friend who decided Friday that they wanted a Brutosaur. Oh, Jesus. Were they even close? No. Uh, that's and not they have happen. And they have since abandoned that quest. Uh, yeah. I think what they were doing was hoping that a number of their friends would all chip in and give them a, a reasonable amount, and then they would only have to get a small part of it. But not everybody has that much money. No. You know, I would have probably loaned her a little bit, but I don't know how easy it is to loan money to a different server. I'm not really sure. I don't I, think, I, I don't think you can. Oh, uh, well then I got nothing. Um, so I gave them some tips. I suggested some farms, but realistically it came down to, you got to buy a bunch of wow tokens. And, at this point, if you are in order to go from zero to Brutosaur, it's like a thousand bucks or something crazy like that. Because Ooh. so it's it's a lot. Maybe a thousand is a lot, is a bit much, but you're buying five million, a hundred and fifty thousand at a time. Yeah, and it's twenty bucks a piece. So it was just too much. So if you are close, I wish you luck. You got eight days. But man, you got eight days. I don't. <laughs> I definitely am not going for that. The good news is it's not going away forever. It's going to be on the black market auction house, which means it's going to go for stupid amounts of money in the future. However, save yourself some stupid amounts of money in the Shadowlands, which are coming sometime by the end of this year. So we we did get an official request, Dana, from one of our guildmates. She requested that we put down our flags and predict when Shadowlands will launch during this year. And so <laughs> for, I for realsies this time. <laughs> for realsies this time. So uh why don't you go first? When Ooh. do you think okay. that Shadowlands is going to release? 
That's tough. Um, so originally my thought process of how everything was precedented in previous expansions, I had originally said November 10th as the launch date. And then they backed it up two weeks on me and surprised me. So I'm going to err on the side of caution and say that it'll probably be the 17th of November. So that would mean that they delayed it for like three weeks? Three weeks. Okay. I think you're crazy. (laughs) All right, so let me do the math. I'm looking at my calendar here. I think that it is... Let me get my calendar out. I I need something that gives me more. So I think December 8th, and this is why. Okay. December 8th would mean that they delayed it like six weeks, mm-hmm. which is a considerable amount of time. True. And it also means that they can make it so that the first season, the first raid, all that stuff, they can just push that back. Instead of two weeks, they can push it back three weeks mm-hmm. and they can have it start after Christmas. Okay. And right around New Year's. And I think in my own head that that feels like a good time to do it. Yeah. Either way, this is nuts. Yeah. This is, this is the first. Yeah. I, man, I was really hoping for this thing to come out on the 26th. I was hungry for it. I was ready for it. However, took off time for it. (laughs) I know, but here's some good news. I know you took off time for it and I apologize for that. I did not. I feel uh, a little uh, vindicated because I was working. (laughs) So the, and there are a lot of people that took off time for it. In fact, uh, there are a lot of people that are really mad and Blizzard has actually been giving out refunds. I don't know why anybody's going to ask for a refund on this expansion. Like, are you really going to quit? Wow. Right. Like you pre-ordered the expansion. Like, are you not going to play it? Like what, what, what? So I don't know. They're giving out, but they are in fact giving out refunds. So if you are listening to this and for some reason you don't want to play anymore, there you go. You're good. You can just, uh, you know, you can get your refund. I think if you used a boost from buying the special edition, I think it locks the character though. So be very careful if you did that. I am now I, I see the shape of the pre-patch, right? Like it's coming. It's on the 13th. We know that the expansion itself is coming out sometime by the end of the year, which means more likely than not, we're going to have, I think we're going to have at least a month of pre-patch. Yeah. So I am really excited because I was concerned that we were only going to have a couple weeks. Now that we have like a month of pre-patch, everybody, (laughs) if you were thinking of changing mains or if you were looking to build up one of them alt armies or expand your alt army by a significant amount, man, that pre-patch time is going to be so awesome. Because what else are we going to do but level some alts outside of the Argent, you know, whatever the event is where we kill some zombies. I can't wait. I have I spent a good portion of my afternoon while I was listening to some other podcasts prepping my heirlooms for my run to get four more characters into my alt army. <laughs> so, I have a problem. 
Are they putting out the event, the plague event, uh, on the 13th, or is that later? They are not. The pre-patch is going to be divided in half. So the bulk of the content, like the gameplay updates, Mm -hmm. are all coming live on the 13th. That means Exiles Reach, Chromie Time, Customization. Level Squish. Level Squish. Correctamundo. Okay. Right? So that's all happening on the 13th. The actual content, which is the events that are going to lead to the expansion, those are going to be released at a later date, which we don't know yet. And I'm okay with that. I absolutely – that. what I want is the cosmetic changes and all the other stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that part. That's going to be fun. It occurred to me, I was watching a video. Somebody was like, hey, check out all these cosmetic options. And I was like, you know, I kind of like the idea of be of having an opportunity to go to a barber and completely redesign all of my characters. Yeah. And I mean, hey, you can customize your face, horns, skin color and everything to gender. match. Yeah, to match your transmog at this point. Yeah. Oh, totally. No, th- there's so many more options. The so I absolutely cannot wait to see what happens, what we do, and I I can't wait to get another pass at some of my characters. Specifically, I've been playing on my mage a lot recently because I've gotten addicted to portals. <laughs> yeah, it's being able nice. to just go anywhere and do anything. It it my mage is now my do stuff character and I think that that's probably going to be the way it is mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future and so I spend a lot of time on her now so now it's like you know I kind of her appearance I just kind of threw it together and I'm like you know I should probably put some effort into making my mage somewhat cool to look at mm-hmm. she wears the robe of volatile power Obviously. However, and that's an in-joke. It's a podcast. What are you going to do? But but obviously I need a little bit more than that. So I can't wait for the cosmetics. I, I have a feeling I'm going to lose an entire night to sitting down with all of my different alts, redesigning them and giving them you know cool new haircuts and deciding their genders because I can redo that now. Right. Like, how weird would it be if I decided Dornguard has to stay a dude, right? Like, I can't really change him, but Retroguard might change. I could change. Yeah, I was going to say, Dorn definitely has to stay a guy. But, I mean, is your Hunter a girl? Yeah, she's a girl. Okay, I was going to say, that one can go female for sure. But it already is, so never mind. Yep. Although, I think I might have to see what she looks like as a guy. (laughs) Only because I'm somewhat curious, Mm -hmm. like, what some of the mogs would look like. And the reality is you can just spend gold and change it whenever you want. So, like, I don't really have to be – I don't role play in this game. This is not, you know, a – this is – so the the fact that my characters can kind of change gender doesn't really affect me from a story perspective. Okay. So I can just change it whenever I want. You know, some of the transmogs that are, that are going to come out of the opening leveling experience are actually pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. So Do they, do I, they have an armor set for the Exile's Reach? So they have weapons. Bins. Okay. I don't know if they have armor. Well, let's look. We have the power of the internet. <laughs> yeah, because when like 
the whole uh, upgraded simplistic models and stuff for the weapons, but I didn't know if there was going to be like a congratulations, you leveled through Exiles Reach. When you hit level 10, here's like a easy tribes mod or something like that. So there is a vendor that will sell weapons with simple models of uncommon quality. So they're greens and they are very cheap. Mm-hmm. Like the dagger is 94 copper. Like, yeah. Well, and they, and there's a longbow, a quarter staff, which I'm guessing is like a, a staff for like a monk, mm-hmm. an expeditionary, just a regular staff, which I'm guessing is for mages. And then there is a two handed sword, a short sword, a dagger, and a hammer. And it's a cudgel. My guess is that it is a let's see here. I'm gonna look it up because there are images. It is a yeah, it's a hammer looking thing. Okay. And the the models with like the shields, like everything is very very nice. Mm-hmm. So I am excited to buy all of them. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm definitely going to have my monk is definitely going to use simple weapons, I think. I, I'm very much looking forward to having it, him use It makes sense weapons. in like a lore perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, these look real awesome. The only downside is that it is going to drop the value of transmog for simple looking weapons. <laughs> because sure. now everybody's going to be able to buy these. They do have uh, very simple-looking war glaives, though, and I'm actually really excited for that. So, for my demon hunter, obviously. So, the although other classes can technically use those. So that is, I think, warriors technically can use war glaives. They just can't use like the bougie ones. Ah, okay, that makes sense. I don't know though. We'll find out. We will find out. So. I'm excited for the pre-patch. It'll be all sorts of fun. But we did get some other news. Specifically, we found out that... Or not Wizards. That's a different company. (laughs) That also makes announcements. Blizzard put out a blue post where they gave us a pretty significant update on the development for Shadowlands. Basically, they delayed it, mm-hmm. so they took a bunch of time this week to tell us what they delayed it for. And I I actually appreciated that, because I'll admit I knew a lot of stuff was broken, mm-hmm. but it was nice to know exactly what they were. So, their update this week came in three parts. The first is they talked about the Maw. Now, the Maw is a key component to the expansion. It is meant to be a kind of free roaming sandbox of just critters and despair. And basically we go in there to earn Stygia, which we can use to buy stuff, but also to find lost souls, which we can bring back to our covenant to help rebuild it, power it. I don't know, do all sorts of stuff. Okay. So they figured out, Originally, they were like, well, the Maw was supposed to be kind of desolate, and it was not supposed to be super, you know, there wasn't supposed to be a lot there. It was supposed to be kind of challenging and, you know, devoid of life. And what they found out was that they were so committed to that vision that they made it not a and, and they made it not a fun place to be, which is what it is what it is, right? The Maw is not supposed to be a fun place to be. Right. The downside to that is they made it not a fun place to be. So they have to rebalance what it means to be in there. Yeah. Most notably, it is 
it feels much larger than it actually is because you cannot use your mount there. Oh, okay. So, except for if you... Apparently, you can grind the Torghast for a mount that you can use in the Maw. So, towards the end of the expansion, we will all have, like, a super special mount that we can use only in the Maw that will allow us to run around in the Maw, so we'll be able to do things. But in the beginning, no such luck. So... They're going to try and balance it to make it a little bit, you know, maybe not teeming with life, but where it's a little bit more, there's more there, there's more challenge, there's more stuff to do, and thus making it a little bit more rewarding and less of a grind, because if you have to kill 10 mobs just to make stuff up, if the mobs are all a minute of traveling away from each other, that just doesn't feel good. So hopefully they will figure that out, especially since you can't mount up. That's going to put a premium on that, that's definitely going to make it easier for classes like druids and demon hunters, etc., who can just move faster in general. Rogues, as a paladin, Me. I can. Yeah, I know you can, jerk. As a paladin, <laughs> I'm over here like, boo. I mean, I got horse. I can double pony, but that's not really that good. No, and it's a there's got like a, what a two minute cooldown on it or something stupid. It's like, pretty intense. I don't know. Well, um, let's look. So it is a 45 second recharge time. And if you double and if you talent into it, you can have two charges. Yeah, but it feels but, like five minutes in between each time you can. Yeah, but it. it does. It feels like an hour and a half. Yeah. So the other thing is they talked about class and covenant balance. And that was one of the things that a lot of people complained about. There were abilities that were just wholesale replaced in the last couple of patches. Yeah, like rogues. Like rogues. So they are still tuning and fixing classes to the point where there were actually some abilities, specifically like Soul Shape from the Night Fae, that people really didn't understand the spirit of how they were supposed to work. So we actually got a clarification on that. The Soul Shape is, for all intents and purposes, supposed to function similarly to Ghost Wolf and Travel Form for Mm -hmm. Druids meant to be just a a travel form that is available to not those two classes and the big question was what abilities would take you out of that ability and they clarified it that uh, the design is still being implemented but it's supposed to mirror ghost wolf so what would pop you out of ghost wolf will pop you out of soul shape and vice versa That makes sense. They're obviously still working on it. Although one curious thing is they did say that demon hunters will be able to glide in their soul shape. I can just like picture moose and walruses and like (laughs) these ridiculous shapes with just these bat wings that just like pop out and they just glide effortlessly down like a a cliffside. And it's just going to look absolutely ridiculous. Adorable, but ridiculous. Uh, I, it makes me want to put my demon hunter into the night fae. Just to see. Because my demon hunter is like this very live night elf woman, right? Mm-hmm. And definitely going to need like a thousand percent to make her soul shape form be like a hippo. <laughs> and then it'll be like in Fantasia with like the hippo ballerinas. Right. You know? It'll be just like that. I feel like that 
is if that actually is a thing, it feels like that kind of redid my whole decision for Demon Hunter <laughs> right there, just so I could be a hippo with wings. Yeah, you just need to give her like a tutu. I, I'm sure there there is a tutu somewhere <laughs> that I can transmog into. So the other thing they talked about is conduits. Now, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where there were some design challenges and some folks that were uh, that were concerned. And you agreed with them mm-hmm. with those concerns be, that the conduits were actually on a one week cooldown. So, like, if you got something new and you changed your conduits under the previous system, you couldn't change them again if you got more. Or if you upgraded them. Yes, it was. And a lot of people agreed with you Mm -hmm. with that assessment. And so how about this? Tell me if you think this is a reasonable compromise. I I think it is, but I'm interested in your opinion. What they are doing is they are replacing that one week cooldown with what they are calling conduit power, which is a – you, you earn conduit power at a rate of one conduit power per day, and you also earn one conduit power when you learn a new conduit. Okay. And the conduit power let, lets you reset. Okay. So it's like um, a holy power or runic power or whatever. And so it's like this set amount, and you have to use one to be able to reshuffle your deck, essentially. Yep. Okay. I can see. Because it's like, and they they also said that you get one a day, right? You get one a day. So essentially, you would get seven per week at a minimum. And you might get extra because you earn power for getting new. Like finding new ones or new ones. Okay. I mean, that makes more sense. It, because I, Unless you're flip-flopping between, like, DPS and tank or DPS and healing or healing and tanking or whatever, you're really not going to super tweak within a week multiple times. So it kind of makes sense to kind of – you're limiting, but you're still giving enough wiggle room for people to kind of uh, min-max a little bit. I agree with you. I agree with you. It, it giving you the ability to change seven times a week, essentially, mm-hmm. really does mean that, and it caps at ten. You can't have any more than ten. Right. What it does is it allows people to be flexible, and for those folks that have multiple specs and the likelihood that they may have to change depending on what they do, I mean, it still means that those decisions have to be meaningful. They can't get very specialized. But I I think I, I think this is a perfectly reasonable compromise mm-hmm. and I can't wait to see it in practice because I, what I really want to do is just see what these conduits are. We also got some more confirmation about where the conduits are going to come from, which now makes a whole lot more sense. They're basically items that have eye levels and we're going to find them like pieces of gear. Okay. So they're going to pop off on world quests and actual quests and mythic dungeon bosses and regular dungeon bosses and raids, etc. And so if I have a given conduit and I find a higher level and I find a higher eye level version, it just overwrites what I have in my book. Mm-hmm. OK, it's like uh, relics were back in Legion. Kind of. Yeah, this sounds great to me. 
Mm-hmm. I can't wait. This this sounds like it has a lot of potential for people that want to kind of have very sp- specialized roles. And considering I am hoping to have 11 characters, <laughs> I'm going to have a lot yeah. of options. So. I'm pretty excited. So that is the conduit system. Now, obviously, we're going to find out more as yeah. time goes on. And even that is going to get tweaked. They yeah. might, you know, who knows? They might do like a, you know, during the weekly reset, they might give everybody two or three points. I think that would be the next change. If they feel like they want to give more points, mm-hmm. they might just award a random number, be it one or two on the weekly reset on Tuesday. I mean, even if they did it where like you have to earn it, like if you do a a mythic key or if you clear so many bosses in a raid or like even through like LFG, like if you just do X, you'll get Y amount of extra conduit power in order to be able to like reshuffle your stuff. Cause then it's like, at least it's not grindy because you're limited, but you still have the ability to gain extra if you need it. Because you're yeah. still max, you're you're still maxed out at ten, so it's not like you can grind forever and get a hundred and be able to just like shuffle till the cows come home. Correct. No, I agree, and I think that's probably where we'll see some of the changes if they make further adjustments. But as it is right now, it seems at least fine to me, at least on paper. I don't know how it'll actually play out, but we will find out soon enough. So, in other news, they also gave us some information about time walking. Oh, yeah, so, you were talking about this. Yeah, so this is just throwing me off completely. And I, this is a, kind of an, an innocuous announcement, right? It's more like just telling people how it actually is going to be. <laughs> and this isn't something like people were like freaking out about. But time walking is a regular event where, you know, it'll be time walking and it'll be time walking for a specific expansion. And you'll be able to queue up and go through dungeons in that expansion leveled up to your level. And there are generally quests involved with it. It's a pretty big deal. And now we know that you need to be level 50 in order to participate in the quest in the uh, time walking. And that makes sense, right? Yeah, because, I mean, in previous time walking abilities you always had to be so many was it like 10 or 11 levels above whatever the expansion that the time walking was but now because of chromie all of the all of the expansions are all of the expansions are essentially on even playing field so you can't say you have to be level 22 to be able to do you know burning crusade you can't be level 40 to be able to do legion like it they all have to kind of be equal because you can do any of the expansions that you want until you hit 50 to be able to do shadowlands so it makes sense that you have to hit that cap to be able to do any time walking at all agreed makes i mean it makes sense I'm, again i'm still interested to see how it all plays out yeah this whole putting all these expansions side by side with each other is really going to be interesting to see play out you know just because yeah. i'm so not used to it Yeah, that's really going to throw me off, (laughs) especially being level 50 again. Yeah, the level 50. Well, that doesn't really bother me too much just because, you know, I've only been level capped for a little while. But but still going down to level 50 and seeing lower level mobs 
And more importantly, you know, being level 50 and going to Pandaria, you know, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this because uh, I've been working on the the Cloud Serpent rep on my mage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to me today that after the pre-patch, all these enemies that are level capped for Pandaria are going to be level 50 mobs. Just like me. That's true. Which means it's going to be harder to do because they're going to be like on level mobs. Or maybe, you know, maybe they'll be 15, you know, maybe they'll be 49 or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's really interesting. And it put a whole new set of pressure on me to make sure that I do (laughs) my daily quests so that, you know, maybe I don't get exalted. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to get exalted, but that I, you know, get what I can out of it. Mm-hmm. This is my mage is a jewel crafter. I'm trying to get the cats. Okay, the that makes sense. The sapphire so, cat and the black cat and all that. Yeah, I don't think I'll be able to get the black one because you need to be exalted for that. Sure. And I don't know that I'm going to get there. That's a bit much, but I'm already halfway through honored. So I think I might be able to get to revered. And that's the kind of decision that a lot of us are making. So I would encourage you, if you're not going to freak out about the... Uh, the Brutosaur, which, you know, if you're not, if, if you're going for it, you've been going for it, but I would look at the reps and the other things that you might want to do that you enjoy having easy access to the end game content. You know, if you want to farm the Arcanite Reaper pattern out of lower black rock spire or, you know, something like that, go do that now <laughs> because it's going to be way harder when we get there. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know how all that's going to work. It's going to be really interesting. Farming molten core. How, oh. Are you going to be able to do that? I don't um, know. Are they going to scale the rates? I don't know. So that's going to be a very interesting thing to find out is, you know, is all of a sudden dark iron going to just be absolutely nuts? Cause in order to get it, you have to go in with like a 40 man raid <laughs> to hmm. do it. It'll be really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Very, very, very interesting indeed. So other things that they told us, because this is just a whole bunch more information either being <laughs> announced or revealed in beta builds. We now know where all of the memories of the Rune Carver are going to be available. Those are the legendary recipes. Now, the good news is these are okay. account bound, meaning if you unlock them on your main, you gain access to them on all your other characters. So that's, that's a good nice. Thing. So. A bunch of them are available. So there's, as we talked about before, there's general ones. Mm -hmm. Looks like there are eight right now. There are eight general ones. And those are available at Honored Mm -hmm. Reputation from the four different factions. There's one that's available in Torghast. There is a fifth reputation. I don't know what ambivalent is. Yeah, I don't know. Never heard of ambivalent, but that is there is a faction called the Venari, and if you get ambivalent with them, you can get the memory of the jailer's eye, which is a which gives you the ability to on a head, a shoulder, or a waist 
uh, killing a creature in the maw increases your damage by 2%, and killing a creature with the same name continues to stack this effect up to five times. Stacks are reset if you kill a creature with a different name. So that feels like, I mean, that's very specific to in the maw. So, yeah. But, you know, you put it on a belt <laughs> or something like that. The So that's kind of neat. And then there is this one on a PvP vendor. I mean, so it's that kind of thing, right? Like yeah. this is, you play the game mm-hmm. and you get access to those. Then as we move on to the various class ones, you start to see a bunch of them are in Torghast. So that's Torghast is where you're going to get a fair number of these. Some of them come from PvP. And, you know, already you don't get very far before it's you kill a boss in Castle Nathria or they're on a dungeon uh, in a dungeon drop like the Theater of Pain or off of a world boss and etc. So just looking through to see if there's anything really bananas. I really don't think there is. Now, one thing that is good is that so it looks like. If you go do them in a regular old dungeon, there's just a percentage chance drop. But my understanding is if you get them in a raid, it's a guarantee. Like okay. it will drop the memory. That, at least that's what I read. But that obviously could have been changed. So I want to get all these. <laughs> I got some work to do, guys. You do. Uh, look at, looking at this list, I was like, there's a lot of memories. We know that there is definitely going to be a achievement for having all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to myself. <laughs> the good news is you can get it on all your characters. And so, you know, I'm going to be taking all of them through Torghast every week. So I guess I'll get it. There are, and, and this is obviously just from the first batch. Mm-hmm. Nervous, Dana. Well, Nervous. I mean, if you think about it, this is just with Castle Nathria in existence, but there should probably be another like three to four raids after that throughout the expansion that will probably also give uh, some legendary recipes. So why you gotta, why you gotta be mean to me? <laughs> just, just keeping it real. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to get some of these raid ones, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'll get the guild to drag me in. I was going to say, we'll just drag you through. It's fine. Yeah. Can you drag me through to get some of these? I mean, the dungeon ones, that's not a problem. Because once mm-hmm. we get to a point where we can just run a dungeon over and over again, I do play a healer. So it's not hard to get in. Sure. But th- this is going to be really interesting. I mean, the key is if you are a crafter, if professions are your thing, then these are going to be super important to you. Because the ability to make and then sell legendaries is going to be a very big deal now obviously some of these probably won't sell for as much as others but getting all of these recipes so you can start working on them is pretty cool for sure yeah oh man just i'm scrolling through this list (laughs) and it's just making me nervous thinking about all the ones i'm gonna have to make a spreadsheet yeah the good news is the data is right here i can just take this and copy it into a spreadsheet i wonder if is can, can i export it as a spreadsheet (laughs) <laughs> I'm that yes folks I am that kind of dork uh, the true facts is no you may not mm. but I guess I'm gonna have to just spend an afternoon copy pasting copy pasting copy pasting so that I can put uh, so I can put everything all in there and then I can sort it mm-hmm. and so I can put all the raid ones at the bottom <laughs> 
because those will be a while and I can start focusing on other stuff. I do know that I'm going to have to PvP more than I normally particularly care for yeah, this expansion. Yeah. But that's all right. Yumi, we'll do we'll do two man arenas. We'll just heal oh. each other over oh. and over and over. <laughs> we will never die. <laughs> Fun fact: I did do a two man arena team back in the day. That was me and a restoration druid, and our team name was Cross Heels until you AFK. Ah. We only won a match, but and I think it's because half of their team disconnected. Mm. But I'm gonna take that one victory. So. Yeah, man, like it's it's now it is real. I feel like even though they delayed the expansion, which sucks, Mm -hmm. I still feel like it's more real now than it was a week ago. Yeah, I I just feel like the um, October 27th launch date was just it was too aggressive. And I even when they announced it, I was like, this this can't be right. Like, there's no way that. They're just going to, like, throw it at us that quickly, especially when beta had just barely come out and, like, testing had barely even begun. And all of the feedback was starting to come back of being like, guys, this is an incomplete product. What are you doing? Like, it, it never felt truly real. Like, this is the expansion time. So the fact that they pushed it back to an unknown date at this point, but hopefully soon, it feels a little bit more real now. Yeah. Oh man, please be soon. Please don't delay into next I year. I can't. We need we need the game. I'll be I'll be honest, I'm surprised Activision let them delay it. Rather than yeah. just crunching and getting it done. But here we are. That's the only reason why I'm still a little aggressive in my guess is that I'm feeling like Activision probably conceded in the pushback. If they cracked the whip extra hard. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Activision is Activision. Yeah. And, you know, they want this game out as early as they can. They want those or they want those returning subs. Absolutely. As early as they can, because they know that a bunch of people are just waiting for Shadowlands so they can sub for X number of months so they can play through the content and then stop. Yep. And so they want that now. So yeah. that they can have a decent number before the end of their fiscal year at the end of the first quarter of 2021. Right. So, yeah, it's it's real. I'm it's really coming. excited. <laughs> I'm just hungry for this expansion. I know. But, you know, I'm, I'm hungry for Exiles Reach, too, though. So I am we're going to give that a whirl. And I Lord knows I have plenty of characters to level. So That's it's true. not like I'm it's not like I have nothing to occupy myself with. So, so we did it. Ooh. We made it. We did. This has been episode 12. Man, are we at 12 already? 12. We are, in fact, at 12 already. Dang. Of EFG, LFG, PST. Everybody, this is a casual podcast for World of Warcraft fans. And we're really glad that you listened this week. Hopefully, you'll come back next week. Dana and I certainly enjoy recording. We hope you enjoy listening. We will be back next week to share more interesting news from the beta. Maybe they'll finally give me a freaking beta invite. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> oh, I have a beta invite. I don't think I, I, to- I don't think I announced that on here yet, but I got one, I think like two days to them, like saying, so we're delaying this. Cause when I got it, I was like, thanks guys for giving it to me at the 11th hour when it doesn't matter anymore. 
And then well, they shifted it, and I was like, well, maybe I will play the beta now. Uh, well, I mean, now you have to because <laughs> next week you're going to talk about your experience in the beta. Oh, man. I got to find all of my add-ons to play in there because I can't play on the stock UI. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. So, and maybe I'll get my own invite. I've been checking my email furiously in the hopes that they would hook me up, but they're mean yeah. and they don't like me. Oh, you opted in, right? I did opt in. Okay. Listen, I came back to your game, Blizzard. I've been gone for many years and I came back. The least you can do. I came back and started producing content about your game. <laughs> it's true, right? The least yeah. you can do is let me into the beta. Right. So, everybody, hope you have a wonderful week. We'll be back next time. And until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you after the reset. Bye now. Bye.